0: Exciting news at This Week Health starting May 16th. Our keynote show is moving to Thursdays. Catch every episode weekly on our This Week Health Conference channel. Don't miss conversations with top health system leaders designed to transform healthcare one connection at a time. Subscribe to This Week Health Conference and stay updated every Thursday. Today, on Newsday, I think we've come to the point, finally, where we've admitted this is all adjunctive. This is not replaceive. This is adjunctive. So what we're gonna do from a machine learning AI perspective is we're gonna help you be a better clinician. We're gonna help you be a better pharmacist. My name is Bill Russell. I'm a former CIO for a 16 hospital system and creator of This Week Health, where we are dedicated to transforming healthcare one connection at a time. New State discusses the breaking news in healthcare with industry experts, and we want to give a big thanks to our New State partners, ClearSense, HealthLink Advisors, Order. Short test. and site. Now, let's jump right in. All right, here we are from VIVE 2024 in LA, and, and this, this is a live Newsday episode, and I'm looking forward to this. Yeah. I, I've Drex you forward with me. How you doing? I'm president of the security and privacy? No. Dang. Cybersecurity and risk. Cybersecurity and risk. We also talk about privacy, though. They're all the things. Risk makes sense. Yeah. So many yeah. of the cyber guys keep talking to me talk about, about risk. risk. It's like, you need to talk more about risk. Yeah. I appreciate that. Does, does he work with you by Nick Jones? He does. In like fact. That. That's why we I both have a uniform on, it, to... you, you have uniform on, and you so, feel uniform on. And we have Charles well, Boise, my favorite CTO well, of ClearSense, and, my uh, oh gosh, you do work in India. You do a lot of stuff. So, yeah. Well, we're going to go off the news. We could talk about the conference, and we probably will at some point. Yeah. And the oh, cool yeah. thing is, I could just go to the app now. And, oh, that's yeah, really cool. Yeah. right here, just looking at all the things. Let's see. What's top of mind? Hey, something happened to change healthcare. Yeah, what Let me take it? a look at that. Hmm. Change healthcare, oh, right. optimum healthcare connectivity. We have additional recommendations from HISAC, and we have the story obviously in here of the breach. This is cybersecurity. So well, I mean, those that, those that don't want to talk about breaches are not talking about it. Well, I'd say, yeah. the CIO community, they've been popping it out of this thing to go to Up updates, yeah, talking. I mean, even if they're here, they're like not here yeah. mentally. Yeah. And that it's back to the age old thing. If your trains aren't running on time, the rest of the really cool stuff you're doing ain't happening. It doesn't really matter. Maslow's hierarchy of yeah. needs, right? I think this is a really good opportunity for all of us to learn. This is it. If we can learn from this collectively, then we're going to be at a much better place. Then if change does the right thing and lets everybody know, exposes what they need to expose, we can get to a better place. This yeah. is what I've appreciated yeah. about AWS. Whenever there's an AWS outage, it is as transparent as it can be, yeah. it's posted. You can read all about it. It's like, hey, we found this bug. We found this thing. And on the flip side, I'm talking to the CIOs at least two days ago, and they're like, what do you know? And they're like, we've met with them twice. We don't know much. Like, they're not revealing much. Now, since then, this is what I've heard. I will compare notes here. Yeah. Since then, what I've heard, and we're recording this on Tuesday. Yeah. This will air on next Monday, so we'll know a lot more by then. Right. What I'm hearing is three entities, United Healthcare, Optum, and shake and most organizations are connected to all three i did find some that aren't connected to change i did too yesterday yeah yeah found somebody who said like i'm not effective and the first person that i've ever Talk talked to yeah because they're alternatives to change although they are the are under underpound gorilla or whatever yeah. it happens yeah. to be. so there's those three networks what i'm hearing from the floor is people are hearing they have the green light to connect back to united healthcare they have the green light to connect back to optum they do not have the green light to connect back to changed, And even if they did, it's in kind of disarray and there's nothing to connect back to. That's what I'm hearing from before. So that's completely anecdotal. I'm curious if you guys are hearing something similar. Yes. I think that no more detail from that. No more yeah. details. Yeah. One of the really important and interesting things in all of this is that it also helps light up health systems to better understand, because this is a thing now that everybody in the health system knows about, but it helps light up. This third party risk management issue that everybody has. And then the idea that when a third party goes down and it's because they have a cybersecurity incident and you disconnect from them, now there needs to be some rules of the road about how and when and who makes the decision, who accepts the risks to reconnect. Them. What do you mean? Yeah. Well, to how, to what do you able have to go make through? That, like, yeah. You're yeah. not going to fully audit them. So how yeah. do you make that determination? And again, a lot of this goes back to risk. The, the other thing well, that well, happens is that as soon as you disconnect, start to disrupt business and clinical operations inside your your organization. organization. And then over time, and it usually doesn't take very much, the clinical or business leader is coming to you saying, my guys on the other side, they say everything's fine, you should reconnect. Now you start to get pressure to reconnect maybe before you're willing to do that. You can reconnect then if you're willing to accept the risk. Some people will say, "I want a third-party attestation that they've reviewed your systems and everything." Looks and, you, good. and the other thing is, you yeah. got to make sure that in affect you right, you've got to look into your own house, right? And, yeah. Did anything during this episode come into my I'm always, Do you typically yeah. have one way? Are we just like calling APIs and pulling the data across, or are there like VPNs connected between these things? Depending on what the tool is that's being used to transfer that data, it may very well be that there's actually a connection all the way into systems yeah. in your network. That's not decent architecture. Like you could protect yourself by creating another layer. Yeah, yeah. Yes, you can. All right, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get into your space where we can okay. talk a little bit. So this is actually not a story, but at South by Southwest there's a panel discussion called "Will AI Replace Healthcare Workers?" Question mark. No, but it will turn them into tech workers. And I put it on the on the site because I thought that's an interesting concept. I'd, I'd never really
1: thought so about. How that. about?
0: Technology-enabled clinicians, technology-enabled financial people, operations, research. Absolutely. So tech, you'll see this in here, right? I think we've come to the point fine way where we've admitted this is all adjunctive. This is not replaceive. This is adjunctive. So what we're going to do from a machine learning AI perspective is we're going to help you be a better clinician. We're going to help you be a better pharmacist. We're going to help you be a better operations But do they have to become a tech worker and understand- No! Absolutely not. Uh, so they don't have yeah. to understand prompt engineering no. and, and stuff. to Bill, it. you use generative AI quite a bit, right? Right. And it works at your level, right? Sure. Sometimes. It also works at this level, and it works at this level. So, yeah, I mean, to your point, yeah, I've, seen, yeah. I've seen a kid interact with it. Absolutely. And, it, and they're able to yeah. interact. With it. And you see a PhD interact with it at that level. So that's the key to this generative AI as a mechanism for bringing what we're doing in the background to you. So if you're a clinical, I can summarize a whole bunch of stuff that helps you. But if you're the patient, I can summarize a bunch of stuff that helps the, the patient at the, at their language level. And if they can't read or write, then I can do it verbally now. If if we can get the transparency and then the quality summaries is one of the biggest opportunities. I think the second one is natural language. Nuances here, bridges here and others are here. It's just gonna a plethora of those kind of companies I would say, hey, we the natural language front end to yeah. health care and uh, pop up. How away from that are, I can see it being like the Star Trek moment that we look back on and say, that's where it started. And now everywhere across healthcare, we're naturally interacting with computers. Yeah. I, from a natural language understanding, absolutely. But then the delivery. In India, there's 10 dialects of Hindi. Actually, there's more. So what we're doing is we're working with those various dialects. And the literacy rate is very low, right? So, so you're directly with the patient? Action, actually, right with the patient, with it from a summary perspective. And think about it. There's a lot of patients that are deaf. So American Sign Language. We can use generative AI to bring that back in a sign language perspective. Hmm. Uh, those that are blind, back in auditory and or from a braille perspective. So we can now, we now have the ability at the patient level to deliver what well, we're producing from an AI ML perspective and into the clinical perspective, we also could deliver now at the level of the clinician. So, but that's what generative AI has done for healthcare, allows for the delivery. Yeah. I think the other interesting part of it is that we think about generative AI mostly as chat GBT, but at the back, it's the capabilities you're building into the tool that you're targeting for the specific use case that you have, which makes it I don't have to understand how to do all the specific kinds of prompting to, to get the, the output point. I want. You're building that in. Yep. Yeah. And, and from a prompt perspective, that since you mentioned it, we know that the large language models are going to be very small and very extremely precise. So what we're doing is prompt orchestration, right? This is a prompt that came in. Which language models do we need to grab and assimilate and then bring it back? And then from an actual prompt engineering perspective, understanding tonality, understanding the content so that we can help you build a better prompt. You may think you know what you're asking, but you might need a little bit of help of getting to that point. That's the concept I want to hear from CIOs, health system CIOs at this point, is the fact that they're going to have multiple language models that are trained on very specific things that they're going to have to interact with and start to think about it from an architecture standpoint. Instead of a, we signed the Microsoft agreement, we're using ChatGPT, or Copilot, whatever they're branding yeah. at this point. Is there going to be an interoperability problem? Oh, it's yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. One article on here that they are talking about application sprawl, <laughs> and the premise of the article is it's only going to get worse with Gen AI before it gets better. Like, we're going to scroll again, and just like everything else, we sort of come back later and go, wow, we have too many of these. You know what? From a healthcare perspective, it's up to us to learn this. As technologists, it's up to us to learn and stay on top of it. It really is. If you don't do your due diligence, if you don't educate yourself and your team, then you're going to be at a loss. The outcome. history repeats itself, yeah. part of this, right? Unfortunately, the cycle is usually so long or long enough. But look the people who are doing application consolidation and all that stuff now, hopefully those people are like looking at the stuff that's coming and saying, let's consolidate before we have to consolidate. At any given time. You have to stand in front of a moving train. Oh, yeah. And say, no, the train is not coming into the station yeah. because it hasn't been vetted. It doesn't integrate. It doesn't. I mean, some of them are obvious, but a lot of them are integrated are a better experience for the clinician. Yeah. How do you stand in the way of that train? People will not and say, oh, governance does. I think the other challenge is that with cloud, Sometimes the train never actually comes to your station. There's <laughs> a, a whole crew uh, oh, play. That's, a, that it that it you bypasses you. Yeah. Exactly. That's so that's the, department, <laughs> call, the department lead <laughs> <and he> just <laughs> reaches it in their backpack and pulls out <laughs> their credit card and goes, yeah. sign up. We don't yeah. need IT. I've yeah. heard that yeah. statement yeah. like, yeah. hey, we don't need IT. That's why we went in this oh, direction. No. Like, yeah, until yeah. you do need it. There we go. Shadow AI and ML. I love it. You can see that in the Academic Medical Center. Oh, it happens. Yeah, it happens. In the ever-evolving world of health IT, staying updated isn't just an option, it's essential. Welcome to This Week Health, your daily dose of news, podcasts, and expert commentary designed specifically for healthcare professionals like yourself. Discover the future of health IT news with This Week Health. Our new news aggregation process brings you the most relevant hand-picked stories from the world of health IT, curated by experts, summarized for clarity, and delivered directly to you. No more sifting through irrelevant news, just pure focused content to keep you informed and ahead. Don't be left behind. Start your day with insight at the intersection of technology and healthcare. This Week Health, where information inspires innovation. Closing question, you guys have been on the floor now for at least a day. What have you seen? What's, what's interesting? I think what's interesting to me, I stated it before, is that we now, from a community perspective, from a technology perspective, we understand that we're here to enable people and not replace them, not make them look stupid, make them look better. And then, from a patient perspective, actually to be able to deliver on our promises. So they get what they need. Um, and you see this through here all of these adjunctive applications that help us as clinicians and folks that work in healthcare, as well as the patients. There's as much patient focused vendors and technology here as there is on the clinical side, I which know. is great. And Bill, we talked about this years ago. Someday, they will come to us because they've had a traumatic injury, they have a bacterial viral infection, or they're genetically predisposed. We will get to a point where people take care of themselves and they come to us for those those three yeah, reasons. Right. And I think we're seeing the, the genesis of that. Of, of personalized care, That's personalized health care. Yeah, where we take care of ourselves, yeah. yeah. Seeing site next to the to CrowdStrike booth yeah. And then sitting down with the Tau site people and looking oh. at, uh, they have an M365 that they just announced. Yep. So they're looking at all your PHI there. They're finding all your PHI on your data stores, in your teams. I mean, they're finding it everywhere across. And then they're reporting it directly into the CrowdStrike console. Yeah. So it's what you're used to. It's your CrowdStrike client. I yeah. thought oh, that was really interesting. And then they're integrating with ServiceNow. And so you're sitting there going, oh my gosh, so there's the remediation path to start. And by the way, I mean, I'm looking at these, I'm like, are these the kind of numbers you're finding at an the health system? They're like, yeah, yeah. That's the Fair. surprising part. Yeah. When folks were a lot of site, there's always this like giant surprise of like, what? That isn't supposed to be there. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that email piece to me is really interesting, especially yeah. in an academic setting. There was a time where these people were emailing this data all over the place. That was to- the way they got it. We used to have servers under our desk. You know, yeah. And even now, I mean, I think if you go back and look at, old emails that positions hold on to or others hold on to for years and years. Those reports that have been sent to them because they've asked the rule for, still their mailbox, still contains a lot of PHI and it's just, this gets to data retention well, policies and yeah. all of it, it. Isn't this the age old, like my wife and I always say, they can break into our house, there's just nothing to take. Yeah. Like they could take the big screen TV, but we can go to Costco and get another yeah, one. one. Not, there's really nothing to take in our house that has significant value. Right. Therefore, they're not going to target our house. Yeah. With PHI, yeah. if remediated, if you put it where it needs to be and you put the security controls around it, they can break in and they're going to go, hey, we, right. can't, we can't find the crown jewels. Like where, yeah, nothing, there's nothing, here, nothing yeah. here. When it comes to straight up sort of data, that that's true. When it comes to creating chaos or oh, shutting right, the business right, right. down, yeah. that's it, then a different walk. But yeah, I think but we've talked about that earlier. There's also the, like with ransomware, those kinds of things, shutting the business down and creating chaos also now puts you in a much more higher profile target with the FBI and the other agencies to take you out because you're really disrupting. When you steal data, you're still a target, but I don't yeah. think you, you're did, not, you don't move into sort of like the terrorist organization category. Did you and I talk about the, the week that MGM and Caesars got happen? I was in Vegas that week. All right. So Caesars paid, MGM yeah. didn't yeah. which was the right approach? It depends. Again, it's totally up yeah. to the organization and the rest they can tolerate and yep. what, what so they want to do. So paid, do they become an ongoing target? Whereas, again, yeah, you're looking at yeah. like, hey, they didn't pay. No, these guys have a code of ethics now and they don't hate each lies. It is amazing on the dark web, though. There are some rating systems and there are some I'm not rules on the road. You. There are. Where it says if these guys paid, we leave them alone. And everybody else leave them alone. Oh, but really? I'm not thinking, everybody's yeah. going to yeah. adhere to that, right? Yeah. These are a yeah. bunch of cyber thugs. And somebody's going to get a wild word and decide not- to do it. But they, no. it's a community too. That's interesting. And that yeah. whole underworld, though, they can be shut out okay. if they break the law. So I took the cybersecurity one. You, you get the last word. What, what have you seen on the Oh, part? gosh, no. I think this is the same path of like, it's really interesting to see companies that have really sort of turned the corner and from a health system consumer user standpoint. it feels a lot more like we're building products to help them do better with patients and families. We're not doing something to them. We're doing something for them. Let's Wright says this all the time, but I see that almost like culturally start to be built into some of the companies here now. And it's great to see. That's you. good. Gentlemen, it is always great all to right, catch up with you. Thank and you. And we'll, thank we'll keep you. catching up. So I'm not going to shake your hand. Yeah. <laughs> we're good to yeah. go. We're good. Thanks for listening to Newsday. There's a lot happening in our industry. And while Newsday covers interesting stuff, Another way to stay informed is by subscribing to our daily insights email, which delivers expertly curated health IT news straight to your inbox. Sign up at thisweekhealth.com news. Big thanks to our Newsday sponsors and partners, ClearSense, HealthLink Advisors, Order, Shortest, and Townsite. You can learn more about these great partners at thisweekhealth.com partners. Thanks for listening. That's all for now.